Welcome to the Fantasy Sportscape. This is your host, Sports Guy David, and my co-host Lucas Ray is on the Thank God It's Fantasy Football Friday. Lucas, how are you doing today? I'm all right, bro. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Talking about fantasy football. Um, let's get it. All right, my first guy I want to talk about. Um, I've been we've been shitting on um, in recent, but I'm gonna talk about my boy Carson Wentz here. Um, I, I said in the last podcast we could probably see Jalen Hurts in this game because Dallas is just. Um, I, I don't think they'll get nothing done. Um, Carson Wentz uh, should should be able to have a good game, even though um, some of his key players are out. Pretty much the whole team is out. But the the Dallas Cowboy team pretty much um, is just giving up, and I think they're just going to tank at this point. And uh, if Carson Wentz is going to have a good game, I think this is it right here. Yeah, I think I forgot what happened over there in the Cowboys, but I think I heard some trade rumors going on. Jerry jo- uh, Jones is over here talking about Halloween and crap, not even making no sense. Um, this Cowboys team is so bad on defense that they made Kyle Allen and Antonio Gibson look really good last week. So they're just really that bad. I like Carson Wentz a lot, too. This Eagles team been improving. They just got another win. Finally, get back in the win column. And uh, I think this offense has been kind of scoring a lot lately. So I like this a lot. Yes, you've been saying that they've been scoring more and more each game, in which I have been noticing. So if they're going to – if, if anyone's going to run up the, a scoreboard, it's going to be uh, Carson Wentz with his new favorite receiver, Travis Holgum. Um, oh, who you got next? Okay, for me, um, I have a sleeper over here. A running back that's making a return over here in New York. Uh, Le'Veon Bell over here, finally in the Chiefs uniform. And I think that he's going to eat. Um, it looks like this Jets team is just, I mean, terrible. Everyone's expecting a 40-burger. We have a Chiefs team over here that just put the beat down on the Broncos. And Patrick Mahomes didn't even have to do too much. He only had 15 completions and one touchdown. It was all a ground attack and really a complete dominating game by, by the whole team. I think it could be a repeat this week. Mahomes is not going to have to do too much. It's going to be such a positive outlook for the running backs. I think they're going to want to feed Le'Veon, try to see as much they can get out of him, see him um, eat um, so they can develop a two-headed monster over there with Hilaire and Le'Veon Bell. So I like Le'Veon a lot this week. Yes, um, I like this a lot. Um, with Hilaire, I think um, he only had, I think, 46 yards, or maybe I, I know he didn't have a lot last week, but this just defense pretty much lets everything go by. And as you know, Le'Veon Bell is an ex-Jet. So I think they're going to game plan him to might even be the start. He might sneak in to get the starting position over Clyde just to get that uh, sweet revenge. And, you know, Le'Veon Bell is going to be tweeting like a madman after this. Yeah. So I can't wait. I'm, I'm going to follow him on Twitter right now because I love I love his tweets. He, he's very vocal about um, his situation. All right. Moving on to um, this guy. Not a lot of people know. Um, I don't think he's I think is uh, before today. Uh, before this last Sunday, he was only owned at one percent of leagues. I'm talking about Harrison Bryant. Um, from the Cleveland Browns, he is the tight end. And I'm also talking about the Cleveland wide receiver core in general. Odell Beckham's gone. Um, and maybe this is a blessing in disguise. We said in the last podcast, I think um, Baker Mayfield uh, is not pressured to, to, to give it to his star. Um, you got Landry, you got Higgins, you got uh, Peoples-Jones, uh, and you got this guy, Harrison Jones, who had two touchdowns last week. Um, he played on 77% of his of the snaps. Um, Las Vegas Raiders on defense, um, they o- I always see guys going down on injury. Um, just It's kind of rotating door in every position there. Um, they're kind of struggling as well. And if the Cleveland Browns came up, uh, came off a super big win, I definitely think um, they could uh, do it again against the Raiders, hopefully. Um, we are, as you know, AFC West Charger fans. So um, I'm taking a chance on this guy. I had Logan Thomas. Uh, he, he scored two touchdowns with me and Redskins, but the Redskins have a bye. I mean, the Washington team has a bye. So I'm taking a chance on this guy. I think he actually too. Rookie out of Florida Atlantic. Yeah, what was his, I, I know it's a tight end from the Browns. What was his name again? He's just Har- Har- Harrison Bryant. 
Yeah, Harrison Bryant. I mean, yeah, he has a really great matchup over here against uh, the Raiders. And we were just talking right before the podcast um, that we were going to expect this game to be a shootout. In the other game uh, or in the other podcast, we were saying uh, for the preview this week, we were expecting it to be a shootout. So in general, just any offensive weapon in this game, I think has a lot of upside. And uh, this is a good one, especially with um, just the way that the the Raiders just give up so many points. They're 31st in uh, points per game allowed with 32.8 points per game allowed. So um, there's a lot of opportunity here for touchdowns. And Harrison Bryant with, like you said, OBJ going down and just having to feed the ball around. Like you said, you said you don't have to force feed OBJ. It's a little bit more organic in that offense. I'm excited to see what could happen because after starting off 0-5, um, Don, or sorry, Baker May- Mayfield was super hot um, and st- ended the game with five straight touchdowns and no more interceptions. And I like also I'll touch on another cowboy for a sleeper. How about Donovan Peoples Jones? I like this name a lot, Donovan Peoples Jones. And he was the one that caught the game winning touchdown last week on essentially the last meaningful play of the game. So he came clutch. And I think that there's a lot of upside here, especially in this matchup. Like I just said, where a team like the Raiders, who was just terrible through the air. And we're just expecting fireworks all throughout because I expect the Raiders to put pressure on the, uh, the Browns to really, pour it on with points and then i'll leave one more sleeper before i hand it back off to you um a little bit of a bigger name i like dalvin cook this week i like dalvin cook a lot against this green bay packers team um to beat this packers team you could really run the ball pretty moderately and uh, modestly against them and uh they're they're bad against the pass as well so overall this is not the most dominating green bay team that we uh, thought we were going to get coming into this year. They're, I think they were more powerful in defense last year, but it's their offense that's that's carrying them. But anyway, going back to the matchup, I like Dalvin Cook a lot. He's really meaningful in this Vikings offense. If there's any point for them to really get going, it's Dalvin Cook. He's so meaningful in the offense to get to get going, and they would open up the whole playbook, get Justin Jefferson involved from that. So um, the matchup looks there for him to take advantage of a kind of a soft uh, Green Bay defense uh, that just isn't – isn't the best against running backs in general. So I like those two right there. Yeah, I like Dalvin Cook personally. Um, I know why you like him so much. He's on your team. I like him personally. He's the fifth-ranked runner back in standard leagues, and he missed two weeks, one with injury and one with a bye. He is that good. Um, Alexander Madison, um, I think, is going to have a big part. I think it's a good handcuff. Uh, Dalvin Cook is questionable. Um, I think he they're, they're really out to They're, they're, they're leaning to towards him to start. Yeah, I, I like Alexander Madison, too, as a good handcuff with him. Just in case if Dalvin Cook, you know, gets banged up a little bit, um, he might get put out of the game. Um, but, yeah, he, this dude's a monster. He got paid. He got money. Um, and, the, and the Vikings are going to need him to step up if they're going to try to upset the Green Bay Packers, which leads me to my sitter. It's Kirk Cousins. Um, I don't think they could get it done. Um, if, if Dalvin Cook has a good game, I think um, he'll be one of few that do. Um, Kirk Cousins been struggling um, in the last yeah. four games. He threw, uh, let's see, nine interceptions. He's the interception leader. I, I think he's top five at least. He's on track for 30-plus touchdowns and 30-plus interceptions this year, like Jameis Winston. I think he's the next James Winston. I personally like this dude a lot. I, I was behind his back when people were saying he's overpaid, but um, I'm starting to look like a dumbass after saying that. After he scored <laughs> one, 1. 1.52 points in Week 2 against Indy. He had a bye week. It's going to be more than that to get to take down Green Bay Packers. Um, I do like Jeff, Justin Jefferson, though. Um, Adam Thielen's kind of fading away. I keep on forgetting about him, but... um. Justin Jackson is a, is a young stud, and I really uh, can't wait for him. I'll go back-to-back uh, sitters. I'm going to go um, back-to-back quarterbacks, and I'll, I, this is going to upset a lot of people, and I hope it does. Lamar Jackson, I am sitting Lamar Jackson in any league or in DraftKings one days. He had an extra week to prepare, but um, 
their passing numbers been down. The most he ever threw uh, this year was 275, and that's just like an average. Um, Justin Herbert could could toss 100 more than him. Um, and his running numbers are up, and I think he relies way too much on the run and relies way too much on the lead. Um, so, And I don't think both of those things are not going to be in this Pittsburgh Steelers defense yeah. um, in this game because the Pittsburgh Steelers defense is one of the best in the league, and they're going to make him throw. So this is going to be a big test, uh, big test for Lamar Jackson. Can he develop as a passer? I know, Lucas, you've been saying that too. I, I don't think he's an elite passer. I think he's overshadowed by his amazing run skills. They are amazing, don't get me wrong. One bad hit, though. Look look at the quarterbacks that went down this year. One bad hit, and he's done. I don't I don't wish on anyone's downfall. I'm just saying. Um, but uh, I think he should get his passing yards up and his running yards down. Yeah, I mean, we've been saying it, and it's really just the trend. And you look at all of the big losses, all of the losses in, in Baltimore's uh history with Lamar Jackson at the 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 helm he's the, he's the one that uh puts the team on his back and they're the number one essentially rushing team out there but you look at their passing statistics they're one of the worst out there they get sacked a lot um they're 27th worst in the league um their pass yards per game is 31st in the league with only 177.8 um yards per game that's their average their yards per pass is 6.5 that's 23rd and uh their passes per game they they throw they throw it the least and they, and they run it the most out of any team. So that's just the huge disparity, duality of this Ravens team. And um, you said it, this Pittsburgh team is so good against the run, and they're going to force this team to really throw everything that they they have at their offensive disposal. But really, their offense is mainly just running the ball. They're going to be forced to uh, to pass it. And Lamar really is, isn't is developing as, as quickly as these other guys and these other counterparts. And so I like this sit a lot. And going with more quarterbacks to sit, um, I'll put out one out there. Uh, how about Patrick Mahomes? And this is so weird, but this is just going off of what I think is going to happen this game. He's not going to be having to throw the ball. He's not going to have to throw the ball at all. If he does, I think that it's going to be very quick because I think that maybe he'll run up two quick touchdowns and um, that'll be it before they just start running all over this Jets team. I don't expect Mahomes to have to do much. Um, I felt like last week he would have to do more than coming into this week because of that Broncos defense is a little bit better, but they just put the beat down. I, everyone's looking at this game to be such a such a breeze for this uh, Chiefs team, so I don't expect Mahomes to have to really do anything, and I think that's going to make him have a low scoring output this week in fantasy, and and I think that's really going to happen. Another quarterback uh, that could do that for my sitters um, is uh, how about this? How about Phillip Rivers? I mean. I don't think that this Colts offense is consistent at all. They kind of scare me. They just are so up and down. Um, I know that I have the Colts to win this game, and uh, it's just based off, you know, like what I've seen and, and how I think that this team is uh, could turn things around because I think they're way better than what they've been doing. But uh, just off this week and how I'm not sure if Phillip Rivers can do it, especially against this Detroit Lions team who's been kind of playing hard on defense these past few weeks. Um, I would rather sit Phillip Rivers. So what do you think about those two? Um, Patrick Mahomes only scored 12 points last week. The last time he scored that low was week seven of last year. And before that was week 17 of 2017. Um, so that's how you know. Thank you. Um, um, that he doesn't do that. He scores more. You know, it's Patrick Mahomes. You know, blah blah blah. ESPN's always all over his nuts. But yeah, I can see Chad Henney coming in. The run game get established. So if he's your quarterback, um, if you're in the two back, two two quarterback league, you might be safe. But um, I might, I I would lean uh, getting more direction because I don't think he's gonna have to do much 
and he might even get pulled out because it's going to be a garbage game. You don't want to injure your $500 million man. Oh, my bad. Your $143 million man, asterisk sign. Um, also, Phillip Rivers, um, I have the the um, Detroit Lions winning this one, so I think Phillip Rivers is going to have a bad game. The only time he didn't throw for an interception was uh, uh, week three and four. Other than that, the, the rest four uh, games he has. Um, he's just uh, – it's. I, I love Phillip Rivers, don't get me wrong. It's just um, – that T.Y. Hilton connection is not there. It's just not there. And, and Phillip Rivers has kind of been struggling on, on getting a good chemistry with some of these wide receivers. And I think it's going to be all on the ground, if anything. And if it has to come down to the fourth quarter, Phillip Rivers is going to clutch it or, um, or uh, biff it. And um, I don't know which one I'm leaning towards at this point. But he does heat up during the later the, the season goes. Don't get me don't don't get Phillip Rivers twisted. He does <laughs> get better as the season goes. All right, going on to a guy that uh, Lucas actually owns. I'm going to go with Jerry Judy. He only got uh, two catches for 20 yards. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're upset with that, Lucas. Uh, last week against KC. And, you, did you say yeah, yeah, that? Okay, good set, good set. Um, yeah, he, he's been a little bit disappointed in the last couple weeks, but he started a little hot, hasn't, hasn't reached the 100-yard mark yet, and he only has one touchdown this year. And I think that's going to continue with the Los Angeles Chargers. Um so weird saying it like that. Usually I say my Chargers are the Chargers. <laughs> the Los Angeles Chargers, I think, are going to get to Drew Locke and the offensive line that's been struggling. Mel- Melvin Ingram is back. Joey Bosa is getting the most quarterback pressures in the history. He's on pace to if, if he if he had one more second, he would he would break the sack would destroy it. right now. He would have destroyed. Lawrence Taylor wouldn't have nothing on him. Um, Joey Bosa is just there. He's just there every single time. I think they're going to struggle. Um, I do like Tim Patrick. I'll lean more towards Tim Patrick. He's probably less expensive on um, on DraftKings, and he's probably more available. But um, I love Jerry Judy on Alabama. I really do. He's a talented guy. I was watching some highlight tapes um, um, earlier of him. Uh, he's he's a talented dude, but he's just uh, he's just in a, a really uh, shitty situation there. Um, as you know, the the leading receiver there was uh, Albert um, Albert O. I can't I can't pronounce his last name, but Albert O. Uh, kiss, I'm not even going to try. I'm going to go with a sleeper, um, and then I'll let you go. I got Boston Scott. Miles Sanders is out, so he is set for another start. And if you're a Philadelphia Eagle fan, this guy is pretty much God to you guys. You guys worship this guy like he's a fucking God. Um, personally, um, I don't know too much of him. Um, I know he had that passing touchdown in the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and he did have a good outing last week and through the air and i think that's uh i think he's going to be effective both on the ground and through the air as of course like i said um dallas is just giving up completely everywhere so um i think he'll have a touchdown through the through the air and on the ground miles sanders out that's a big tough I, uh, uh that's a that's tough because i really like miles sanders he's one of my favorite running backs of these young guys um he just needs to stay healthy i personally really like him but boston scott is gonna have a game oh hell yeah i love boston scott i think he had a really clutch uh touchdown catch last week and uh this this eagles team uh, we we like carson once a lot too and then just the matchup is just so well we don't have to go too far into it i mean this cowboys team is super sorry and i was really expecting uh i forgot miles sanders was, was out so um i was expecting whatever running back to come in for the eagles and i like boston scott as well and so um it just looks like it's going to be a feast over there. So I'm going to end up my sleepers and sitters. I got one each left now. And um, one more sleeper I got is Joe Burrow. And kind of not really a sleeper, but I would just like to explain himself. Uh, because this Titans team could probably scare people, the matchup against the Titans. Because this Titans team is probably really 
frustrated coming off with that loss last week. They're so favored by a touchdown, and um, they're probably just disgusted with how it ended because of how um, they were just one field goal away, and they got they got down in field goal range and, and to force overtime, but they, Goskowski missed it. I think they're going to come back um, very fired up and motivated to just put the beat down on the Bengals, but I think you could still start Joe Burrow. This kid is insane. He's throwing it for nearly 50 times a game, throwing his arm off, not making mistakes. He is so mature. He's so poised. This team in the Titans does not get after the quarterback. They're one of the worst in the league, 30th in getting quarterback sacks. Um, they're sixth best, though, in uh, interceptions. Uh, so they could really rattle Joe Burrow a little bit there, but he has such – a quick memory and he puts the bad plates around him so uh, behind him so he just moves forward and he's just one of the best at it so so um this is the way to attack this titans team too they're 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 thrown on a lot but mostly because teams are really just trying to keep up with them and then lastly um one sitter uh josh kelly i don't i don't like josh kelly this week um the denver broncos kind of a little scare me um as far as their front seven i just think they're so tough and they play very tough um football and uh just, I think this game is in Denver, so I think you could have a chance of uh, the elements of snow and stuff. Last week, it was kind of like that for the Chiefs. So it did slow down this, that Denver offense, too, possibly. So uh, good for us. But, yeah, I don't like Josh Kelly a lot too much. He's kind of hasn't been getting the rock anyway. Um, they have limited his carries, I felt like. Um, you said Joe Burrow is your sleeper, yeah. right? Um, I'm going to disagree with you on this one. Uh, I think he's poised to have a bad game. Um, the lowest amount of passes he uh, thrown were 30. Uh, other than that, 36, 39, 40, 44, 61, 47. Yeah, he throw a lot of interceptions. Um, well, he has one, two, five interceptions this year. Not too bad. But my boy, Javion Clowney, is coming back off the, right. off the, IR, off the injury report. And that dude is going to school some young offensive linemen. He's going to make it hell, a living hell for Joe Burrow. I really think that Clowney could get to him. And um, I think Joe Burrow is going to make mistakes. His yardage will be up. But in those critical, especially now, people are. I'm seeing people losing by one point or zero point zero one points in fantasy. Those interceptions can nail you. I am gonna. I, I will sit Joe Burrow. I think the fact that the Titans could get interceptions, and I think they'll change the narrative that they can't get to the quarterback. Clowney's back in there. Um, they got him for a reason. They got a great pass rush with him there. So I think it's gonna be bad news, Burrow. Um, coming in this week i love joe burrow i love joe burrow though don't get me wrong he's a great talented guy um and and he he's really mature for his age uh joshua kelly i'm uh if i had to pick one of them i would pick justin jackson in the on the los angeles chargers um he's getting more of the carries justin huh? jackson to start over kelly right yeah i believe so and he has been and he's <laughs> getting more carries than joshua kelly ever since joshua kelly fumbled into back-to-back games in critical moments i think that anthony lynn is showing um like a passive aggressive um um, punishment it looks like like all right you're getting less carries but hey if you break off one you know you're in the spot back justin jackson um the reason why joshua kelly had justin jackson's job because justin jackson was always injured now that justin jackson's healthy he uh he had full practice last week at, or yesterday or today um so i think justin jackson got the rock um joshua kelly i love the guy he, he's great talented um guy um i just think uh justin jackson is a better i'll, I'll hang if you want to handcuff i think that would be an okay handcuff uh, joshua kelly can maybe a uh, vulture a touchdown or two, but I'm going with Justin Jackson for yardage. Um, a guy, I'll, I'll stay with the Bengals. I'm going to go with Gio Vani Bernard. Uh, Joe Mixon is out. He's going to make his second straight start. Um, he did have a, a game through the air, not so much on the ground. Um, I think that's what they have to do in this Tennessee uh, team. Damn, that's how he looks. I'm just looking at him right now. He has like this. 
1980s porn stash, and he looks old. Is that has that can't be him? Go on, go on sleeper app right now, and go to Giovanni Bernard. That does not look. Dude, like he him. does look so old. He looks. Wow. That's I, him. I, I, That's not like. I a, think that is Giovanni Bernard. Oh, sleepers dicked on Giovanni Dude, Bernard's picture. He's not even he's, <laughs> he's only 28. Oh my lord. Oh my god. I feel like Dude, he's been in the league for yeah. a long time. To me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. He call, does gonna look like he aged a lot quicker, though. He looks just like an old. He looks like the uncle that lives in California, but he's like a Bengal fan. Like, why are you a Bengal fan in California? Like, anyways, um, he had a good. He had five catches on five targets for 59 yards and a touchdown. He didn't get so much on the ground, but um, like I was saying, Gene, um, Bernard is gonna have to do both on the ground. This is a, a, a deep sleeper, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I need to stop looking at him. He's <laughs> fucking me up. Uh, I was looking straight into this dude's eyes. Um, and that's what they're going to have to do for Tennessee. Like I just said, I think Tennessee is going to have a great game. But I think Giovanni Bernard could break break off a, um, a couple or two. Um, he still got uh, – I guess yeah, he doesn't look like he got it. He looks all bad. Oh, my God. I feel bad for him. Like the jersey is half off. Like like he just found it on the floor. Oh, my God. Sleeper did hit my boy wrong here. But um, what's your thoughts on Giovanni Bernard? Dude, you know what? It's kind of an interesting matchup because Tennessee – Gives up 4.9 yards per rush, 27th in the league, and over 129 yards per game, 129.8. That's 23rd in the league. Um, they, they're kind of stingy with rushing touchdowns, but yards per carry and with what Giovanni did last week against kind of a, uh, I think it was Cleveland, yeah. Um, a bad run defense there, but I think he could have uh, some production. He produced last week. They're going to force feed this week to get things going, a balanced attack. I think that the key for the Bengals, if they could get a balanced attack going, Oh my goodness! I think they're going to come out with a W. I think this is a, a little bit of a sleeper game. I mean, I think this could be a nice little game going on here. Um, that I think it's early in the morning, so people should watch and tune into this one. But I do like Giovanni Bernard. I think he has a good matchup. All right, um, I got a, I got a couple more, and then we'll uh, we'll end this real quick. Um, I got Tua Tagovailoa um, as a I don't know I don't know what he's going to do right now. Um, he has a tough challenge ahead of him. Um, the Los Angeles Rams is the first team this dude is yeah, well. facing. Um, I just had to remind myself how good this guy is. Um, I, I watched the highlight tape on YouTube. It, it hyped me up. I thought I was Alabama. <laughs> that shit hyped me up. And I was like, all right, this guy, I think, is going to be a sleeper this week, not a sit-em. Um, just roll the dice. I mean, right, roll, yeah. roll the dice on him. Um, the talent's there. Um, that offensive line, if, if they could give him some time, he can, he can make some uh, passes. Preston Williams. Devontae Parker, those guys are also sleepers too. I think this is going one of two ways. He's going to have a really bad start or a really good start. And I'm really looking forward to Week 10 versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Going with um, another sleeper, and then I have honorable mentions, uh, Jamichael Hasty from the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Um, he is the one, two, three, four, five, six, the, the fifth runner back on the depth chart. But he's on top of that depth chart this week. Uh, he is getting the nod over Jerry McKinnon. Um, Jerry McKinnon had a good game. Jeffrey Wilson, uh, only if he's healthy, I would. this would be the sleeper. Um, but he's out. As you know, Mostert's out and Coleman's out. But Jermichael uh, Hasey is going to be the starter there. Rookie out of Baylor. Uh, this guy showed some flashes. Nine, yard, uh, nine rushes for 57 yards, 6.3 carries. He got one reception for 16 yards, too. Um, that was because uh, he only played, like, a, I think he only played a quarter and a half because Jeffrey Wilson got injured. So he's going to have a full start. If you even double those numbers and throw a touchdown in there, that is at least a 20-point fantasy outing. So uh, go ahead and pick this guys up. If you haven't, 
get um go ahead and find him is hasty h-a-s-t-y mm-hmm. go ahead and get this guy what are your thoughts on tua and okay hasty? first tua i like that i was thinking about going to myself even with uh the DraftKings challenge that we're about to get into and um just because we, we touched on it a little bit if they're really pulling fitzpatrick um in the middle of him after getting a w after um playing pretty well i think that it's because tua it's probably looking way better. It's probably looked way better since training camp. Probably looks like he should have been the guy from the beginning, but they probably thought behind the scenes that they didn't know if this Dolphins team was anywhere near ready of being productive on offense. They're seeing how well they've been scoring. Um, it hasn't been the best, but they're top 15. They're ranked 12th in scoring right now as far as points per game. So I think they're thinking that they could elevate their game to the next level. Tua is such a cool little wild card, little um, just – fuck it just start him this week maybe i mean it could be the play of the year really his first his first uh his first start and maybe this will be the cheapest he'll ever be but it's a really big tall task against the rams you got over there aaron donald but i'll still i mean just for shit not even shits and giggles just to try it out i mean i, I would think that this guy has a lot of upside it's, it's worth it and then jermichael hasty i like this guy a lot too he really exploded last week in a week where i thought jerick mckinnon was was guaranteed his touches he did not get his guaranteed touches. It was all Jermichael Hasty, and um, it's now uh, they're playing uh, the Seattle team. I think um, in uh, just a really good matchup this weekend, really for the NFC West division. But in general, this uh, this Seattle team they're they're not that good. I mean, I mean their defense is not good, but it's really to beat them is through the air. They're like the worst passing defense. Um, teams don't really run the ball all over them. Teams don't really have to run the ball all over them. But with what the, the Niners are just a little bit confused and a little bit uh, not really playing the best quarterback football right now, quarterback passing attack. And and um, I think everyone knows it. It's kind of like a secret behind closed doors. No one really wants to talk about the elephant in the room and Jimmy G. So um, I think Jermichael Hasty has a lot of the upside right now. And I guess Seattle defense that doesn't really get ran all, ran all over. But I think if you force feed um, Jermichael Hasty, which could be the key to opening up things in, in, in the passing game, which won't be too hard to open up anyway. Um, I do like I do like those two. Before we go into DraftKings, I just picked up Tua Tagovailoa right now on my team because you just said he might not be available, and if he has a big game, I want him. I got him just right now. I dropped uh, I dropped uh, Higgins from the Browns, one of their wide receivers, who I just praised right now in that wide receiving core. But um, you know what? I, I like Tua. You convince I convinced myself that okay. he convinced me even more. So. I got to uh, on my team. Not starting them, though. I don't know. I have Tannehill right now, so I don't know. We'll see. That's a good question. Tannehill or Tua? Oh, my go. gosh. We'll Tannehill. Tannehill's been playing on fire this year. He, he... You know what? Just to spite you, I'm going to play Tua. Oh, my just gosh. To I, I... Oh my... Just to spite you. All right, moving. Speaking of Tua Tagovailoa, we are doing our DraftKings um, challenge where we verse each other, and I have a 1,000 football cards that I organized every single week and it's so much fun um by fun i mean not i randomly generate um how much cards there is pick one and that's my starter if he's out then i redraw if he's questionable i redraw too because i lost last week because i had two players out which one was curtis samuel who went the fuck off um yesterday so here we go my sir to attack of Aloha. i oh pulled this God. rookie card i swear i pulled this rookie card is that a rookie card um it was a really it's a really nice refractor card actually um I had an old one in there, and then I took it out, and I put this new one in. It was nice reflecting. I was like, oh, my God, I got excited. I got my runner back, James Conner, for $6,400. He's been doing um, pretty okay 
Um, that it's kind of a rotating door there, and and uh, Benny Snell's kind of getting all the touchdowns, but James Conner gets the yards. Um, and I also got Ronald Jones the second against New York Giants for fifty seven hundred, which is dirt cheap. I'm surprised he's that cheap. Um, Tampa Bay is going to feast. Um, as as my first wide receiver, I got Mike Williams. Mike will make that catch. Williams against Denver at forty four hundred. I think these prices are really really low. Um, uh, Mike Williams, I love. Currently, uh, that dude is a big play uh, master right there. He can catch it. You just throw it up and catch it. Um, another guy I got, uh, Anthony Miller from the Chicago Bears. Oh, I haven't been a big, I haven't been a big fan of uh, the Chicago Bears, but um, Anthony Miller. I, I, I was like, I kind of forgot who Anthony Miller was. I had to look him up a little bit. I was like, oh no, this is Anthony Miller, duh, of course. So I got him, and I got Tyree Kill, um, sixty-seven hundred. Uh, I wish I could spend my money somewhere else, but uh, I, I don't know if he's gonna be too involved in the game uh but we'll see a uh, $6,700 kind of pricey uh my tight end guess who I got is my tight end um who do you have <laughs> I have Albert Alpen- oh. <laughs> Albert I have o. so many of his cars Albert O I got Albert O he is from uh Iowa or Wisconsin I always get those confused Iowa I think is the yellow bird as a logo I think I think so, that's what it is I got him as my tight end for 2800 he was the leading receiver last week. Um, if anyone's going to have a good game on that, on the Denver Broncos that I want to have, it's probably him. But they're versing the Los Angeles Chargers, so hopefully not. And my flex, my favorite flex player. Guess who I got? Just give me uh, DK Metcalf. No, his his. I knew you were going to say Lock DK it. Metcalf. His Lockett, Tyler Lockett for seventy one hundred. Huge, um, huge weekend last week. Not even mad about it. I'm not even mad about it. Um, the 49ers could get picked on, and Russell Wilson is a smart quarterback. He could pick on those guys, um, those young guys, practice squad guys. They're, and um, hopefully not Jason Verrett, though, because I love Jason Verrett. Shout out to Jason Verrett um, at FIVA22. I still follow him. Been following him since 2016. That's my boy. Um, and then for my defense, I got the Buccaneer, um, the Buccaneers. I got. I pulled uh, Sha- uh, what's, uh, what's that guy's uh, Shaq Barrett card. I have a Shaq Barrett card. Really cool looking card. I have twenty seven hundred dollars left Ooh. over. Not too bad. I wish I could spend it all, but um, that is my DraftKings lineup. Alrighty, um, I got a thousand dollars left, so I I, I kind of want to change one of my guys, but fuck it, I'm gonna go with this. I got Derek Carr starting off as QB at fifty five hundred. Hey, I kind of like it. I mean, going against this Cleveland defense, and I'm expecting a shootout, and he's been kind of consistent lately. Uh, twenty points last week, bye week before twenty eight, twenty four. Um, going back to week four. So um, this second half of the season, I think he could uh, close it out strong. Running back, I got Le'Veon Bell at 4,600, of course, against this Jets. Yeah, I mean, this Jets defense, um, I, we don't have to say too much. I, we think he's going to have a great game. Boston Scott at 6,000 as my next running back against this Dallas defense. I'll take that. This is a really first cheap uh, first three guys. Then I got, got a little expensive right here. Devontae Adams after a huge, yeah, okay. after a huge yeah. week last week. I could have predicted that. Yeah, I knew you were going to pick Devontae Adams. 200, tu- or 200 yards and two touchdowns last week. I think he could definitely have a repeat performance against this Minnesota team. Who could put the pressure on to really score? And um, I think Green Bay is going to score. Nelson Aguilar is my next wide receiver. Kind of weird, I know. 4,700 um, against Cleveland, though. I mean... Ah, you fucking well, I think, I think that Nelson Aguilar has been the leading wide receiver <laughs> over there. 
in uh in o- uh not Oakland anymore, Las Vegas, and he had 24 points last week against uh the the Bucks in a game where the the Raiders kind of struggled to put up points, 20 points only. And so I think that, but just building upon what he's been doing, he's been pretty consistent, 14 points two weeks before that too, going back to week four. And hopefully Derek Carr, that connection, that just give me double points right there. And um, this Cleveland team is just so bad. Then I got a Cleveland wide receiver, Donovan Peoples-Jones, the guy that came out last week. Hopefully he can step it up. OBJ is out 3,800. 3,800, yeah. It's really, really cheap. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I'm taking a big risk on him though, but uh, I like it. Then I guess I'm a Raiders fan, dude. I fucking, I'm a, I I have Darren Darren Waller. I think oh, I want to change out Aguilar because I have a thousand more dollars. Um, if you'll let me, I don't know. David's a little, he, he might get a little, little upset for me changing. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Well, it depends. Okay. On um. Well, if let's see, let's see. Well, let me let me look up Nessa now. Where is he? Aguilar is at forty seven hundred. If I take out, I have fifty seven hundred left, and then I could maybe get T Higgins. I like T Higgins. Um, okay, you could get Landry, you get C D Lamb, you could get Mike Evans. You get Devontae Parker, DeAndre Johnson. You know what? I'll take Mike Evans, dude. Mike Evans at 5,700. He's cheap because he hasn't been that consistent, and I get it. And especially against the Giants team, he, it, I mean, yes, so many. He's been. He's yeah, okay. Go ahead. I. So you're okay. I, I got. I got Mike Evans. That's what I say. Okay, he's been. I think he. This is not a well. Good for me. Bad for you. He just hasn't been fully healthy these last few yeah. years, and he's been physically and mentally, I think, injured dealing with an ankle and looks like an ankle like his right it just doesn't yeah. look good um i think scotty miller's gonna step up godwin's gonna stick step up um and i think mike evans is that third option on that team even though he has six touchdowns this year though i did not see yeah. that until right now but uh yeah he's been lingering a little bit that's why i've been kind of staring he's away from a lot he gets like meant like you can see it he's he looks like a guy you don't want to fuck with on the streets he gets fucking pissed and he looks pissed, so I'm, I'm staying away from him. So he's, I'm he's very boomer bust for sure. I mean, he's not a guy that'll get you 15 yeah. every week and maybe get you 30. He he's whatever it is, seven points to 30, 40 points. You know, it's it's no um, consistent in between. You know, so the distri- distribution is extreme. But I'll take Mike Evans um, at 5700. Maybe he'll boom. I think that the the Bucks, the way Tom Brady loves to attack, the way Bruce Arians is savage, um, they'll probably just want to pour it on maybe against the Giants. And then for my flex, I got Dalvin Cook. I like him a lot. 7500. Very expensive flex, but with the way my running backs went with some sleepers at Le'Veon, Boston Scott, topping that off with Dalvin Cook sounds great. And then uh, my defense, Detroit. I got them at 2,500 against the Colts, um, who, you know what, Mm. I think that that could be bite me in the ass. But at the same time, Phillip Rivers could have one of his games where he just gives a seven points. So it's really like, uh, it's really high upside. I thought you said Colts defense. Sorry, I'm dyslexic. You said dis- yeah. you said Lions defense, right? Okay, yeah, I think I think that's actually a good one. Um, I like your lineup. Uh, too much Raiders for my tasting, even with two with Darren Waller. But if anyone's getting involved with anything, it's, t- it's Darren Waller. Um, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Oh, um, Le'Veon Bell. I, I don't know if I said this when we talked about him. He's either going to be heavily involved or not. Now thinking of it, I think he's going to be heavily involved or not. But I think I'm pretty sure yeah. they're going to get him involved. They had, you know, a week in the game plan, you know. He was new. That's why we really haven't seen him. But he's like two, three weeks in now. So I think that's also a good one. So there you guys have it, the the fantasy draft king uh, lineup. Um, I'm liking mine. As you know, it's randomly generated. If I had to change anything, it will probably be, uh, I don't know. I kind of like it. Oh, Tyreek Hill. If I could if I Who could are your running backs again? Oh, I could spend. Nine, oh, I got James Conner, Ronald Jones. I Ronald love those. Jones. I love those this week. 
If I took Tyree Kill Hall, I'll have 9,400 and I could buy whoever I want. I could get D D Adams, D. I would get Devontae this week. But so I'll... I would get Devontae. He's huh? so good. Devontae. I know, I know. I I would like to, but I'm a, I'm gonna stay with the randomly generated team I have. Damn, I could have got I could have got AJ Brown. Adam Thielen seventy two hundred. Has he been having a good year this year? I haven't really I don't been. Think so. Oh yeah, dads four four hundred yards and seven touchdowns. I mean, uh, averaging twenty points per game. Oh, I'll just stay with Tyreek Hill, as you know. But um, we're gonna see next week who comes out victorious. Can't wait. So um, there, there you have it. Thank God it's Fantasy Football Friday with your co-host Lucas Reyes. Lucas, hey, find me on Twitter games. at Sugarfree Lucas, where my pin tweet is our giveaway: a hundred dollar NFL Shop gift card giveaway. All you do is like, retweet, or comment under one of the posts there, and um, you're entered to win. And to win, you must follow Sports Guy David, me, and the Fantasy Sports Cave on Twitter. It's super simple. The rules are in the description of this podcast, and they're laid out on the tweets. So um. Very simple. It ends um, tomorrow, but it's a monthly thing. So um, just re-enter next month. And uh, David, where can we find you on social? You can find me on Sports Guy, uh, Sports Guy David. Everything, um, like like Lucas said, just go on this podcast. Um, um, tomorrow's gonna be the last day to enter it. I'll I'll probably post a reminder for y'all. And we also have a Charger um, giveaway too, where I'm giving away a Junior Say I Year Two 1991 Fleer football card. Um, even if you're not a, f- a fan of football cards, um, this, this card is really cool. So hopefully you enjoy it. Um, yeah, go ahead and follow me, uh, Sugar Free Lucas and the Fantasy Sports Cave. And from all of us here at the Fantasy Sports Cave, thank you for listening. Um, if you want to be part of this podcast, just let us know. Literally just slide in my DMs um, like a water slide, and I will probably get you in. There's a small waiting list, but, I mean, we do like three three podcasts a week. So, all right. Well, there you guys have it from the Fantasy Sports Cave, Sports Cave, David Lucas Reyes, and older fancy uh advice goers uh, i don't know where i was going with that um you guys have a good day <laughs>